Hi, this is Dr. Cesar Livar with another episode of the Way to College podcast. And um, God, what a, you know, I, um, I just left a, a coffee shop and uh, I was talking to somebody about the podcast and, and really, um, it really is, it's, it's been such a blessing and opportunity for me to connect with folks and hear people's stories. And, and two of my guests have been sisters and, uh, and their stories are, are, you know, there's some similarities, but it's always interesting to hear the differences and sort of opportunities that go one way, don't go another way. And today um, I'm committed to getting all of the stories of all of the sisters. <laughs> so, so today, today is a, a, um, the th- a third, not the third, but the third, a third of the sisters um, joining me today. And so I'm going to ask her to introduce herself. So Selena, would you mind introducing yourself to the audience? Sure. Um, so I'm Selena Martinez. Um, like Jay mentioned, I have um, many sisters. <laughs> I'm uh, number five out of six. Um, we all grew up in Ed Couch, Texas. And um, yeah, just had a really great community uh, down there. I'm sure your your listeners are um, starting to recognize how special that community um, really is. Um, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate you documenting our, our family history too. It's, it's actually really interesting um, because, you know, a lot of my family's accomplished went to Ivy Leagues or, um, or, you know, Stanford, like myself um, and Lisa, <laughs> I followed her steps over there to the West Coast. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting because people will ask and my parents brag about us all the time. Right. Uh, but the, they'll ask like, oh, what are your dinner conversations like? And I mean, we just joke about like day to day life. Like we, we don't talk in, you know, eloquent uh, we don't have these like really uh, long drawn out conversations. And so um, it's interesting to hear you, you asked some of these questions about what our experiences at these universities and, and after, right, have all been like for us, uh, because there yeah. are similarities, but there are also yeah, differences. Um, yeah. I, uh, like I, I'm living in Austin, Texas, um, so I didn't, you know, move back home, uh, which some of my sisters did. Um, and so that's that's also kind of a yeah just interesting to to hear about um, and and really uh, yeah sparking other conver- further conversations with with my own family so that's great. <laughs> yeah, I um well so um one of your aunts um, one of your aunts reached out to me over Facebook Messenger and I think it was after I aired Sarah's interview and. Um, she thanked me one for sharing and, um, and that she was obviously very proud of you all and, um, and just, you know, continue to do the work. So it's interesting that she's right. Documenting your family's history. Um, not necessarily my intent, but I'm glad I mean, if, if you all could use these, and, but, yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm, I was thinking just before we got on it, I was thinking I would really love one. I would love to, to sit down with all of you and your parents and to have a conversation about that, like just you sort of, sort of their thought process. And of course, I think every parent, right? You're a parent. Every parent wants the best for their kids, but you know, in, in their mind and, you know, Lisa, her, your story, when she describes your dad, right. Very positive kind of go get her. If he and your mom, if they could 
see, like at any point, did they think, you know, wow, we've really got something here. <laughs> you know, we, you know, and, and I, I don't know that, that you can ever They need it. to write a book, yeah, or something, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and so I would love to be a part of that, of getting that story down if I can in some way. Um, but but thank you for joining me. And, um, you know, uh, I ask all of my guests the the same question, and that is if, if you had to go back and identify a starting point in your educational journey, what would that starting point be for you? Yeah, that's it's a great question. Um, I think you know they're definitely like as a baby, right? Like I'm number five, so looking up to all of my sisters and just everything that um, that they were able to teach me. Um, I think you know you, you could say it started from the beginning, right? My mom was a, a teacher. She would take us to the libraries and like really emphasize reading. Um, and like the, that was our summer, right? Just spent at the library reading books. Um, and it, it was great. Um, I think too, so I was born the year that, that my dad started, um, the Casa Video, which is, uh, was a video store slash, uh, restaurant, right? Dinner and a movie. Um, and so I grew up like counting, uh, you know, the quarters and putting them for the bank, right? <laughs> like stuff like that. Um, I'm in product management uh, today. And so I'd like to say that my, the beginning, um, I was a product specialist at Casa Video where, you know, I'd, I'd uh, get, um, figure out what products that we would sell from, from Frito-Lay. So my dad was, you know, really, uh, great at uh, recognizing like, hey, I'm a kid. I know what other kids want to eat. Um, and so, you know, he let me pick out the candy and pick out the chips, or maybe it was just like giving me something to do, uh, which I also, <laughs> you know, it's also valid, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I like to say I was a product specialist at, at Casa Video at the age of like four or five. <laughs> the, um, you know, I, I don't know who I was talking to, um, but I was reminiscing about Casa Video and, um, I remember as a kid, my, my parents had a relatively kind of tight leash on me. Uh, and so like, I couldn't go far from the school, right. If, if I was in after school activities, kind of hang out there and, and get picked up. But I remember the, the day I, the first time I went to Casa Video and it was like, you know, walking in like, Oh my, and, you know, and, and I remember the video games, there were video games and you'd yeah. sit and there was, they were showing a movie all the time. And, yeah. and, um, and I don't know what it is. One thing that I, that I'll always remember, I'm not a Dr. Pepper fan, but I don't know what it was about the fountain, the, the, the fountain machine you all had and the Dr. Pepper there, but it was like magic. And <laughs> still like like i don't i don't know what it was i to this day like i don't i'm not a big dr pepper person but i remember and thinking like like i don't and maybe it was because it was because it was the first time i'd been there and and finally i got to see what all the kids talked about and um yeah it's just it's just such a special place i think for a lot of i mean obviously for you all but i think for a lot of people who grew up in ed couch around that time right it's such an, uh, an an integral part of our childhood yeah. Um, yeah. And adolescence. Right. So. So, you know, obviously you talk about mom and your summers and reading and and the value of education. And and I think I think I know Lisa spoke to this about the sort of 
the family kind of Casaveria was really a family business, right? All of you were involved in some way. And so it's it's really neat to hear you talk about, right? You're the work that you're doing now and how I mean, you couldn't, you know, foresee that you would go into the kind of work that you're doing, but you know, yeah, being involved. Was very different back then. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, when when you're a kid, you're growing up and and what's the age difference between you and and your oldest sister, Connie? What's the age difference? We're all two years apart. Okay. Um, me and my little sister were like five years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, seeing your sisters, seeing them do well, um, what kind of impact did that have on you? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I was always looking up to my sisters and wanted to strive to not only be like them, but be better than them. Right. There's a little competitive element there, at least for me. Um, I'm just a competitive person. Um, but yeah, like it, there was definitely, um, a focus on achievement, right. And on, uh, pushing ourselves to, you know, be the best. I I remember like getting a 90, 90 or, or something like, like low 90. Right. And, and my dad was just like, is this the best you can do? And I was like, oh, okay. I don't think so. I can do better. Right. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, like having them pave the way just really made it so that, um, you know, I wasn't thinking about whether I was going to college um, or, you know, or even like which college, but like the, which of the top tier colleges was I going to, right? Um, and I think that was very powerful in, in like just setting that reference and frame of mind of like, like, oh yeah, like I'm I'm gonna do this. Like, like that's a given, right? Yeah. Um, so that just really helped um help push me to, you know, have my sisters ahead of me. Um, that really paves the way. You um you know, in a lot of my conversations, a lot of the folks that I interviewed didn't have somebody yeah. ahead of them. And you had multiple people, right? And so they, like you said, right, they're able to give you that expectation, set that expectation and and not just about, am I going to go to college, which again, top tier, right, university. But I imagine, I mean, knowing how to get there, having folks in front of you to maybe show the way, guide you. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, I imagine that helped, but even when you got, got there, now you attended Stanford, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, it, oh, you know, ahead. so what was that like for you? Like, what was that, um, getting there and that transition? Like, I, I mean, you had people ahead of you that, you know, attended, you know, university, top tier universities. Did that make that transition any easier? Or did you, you know, what kinds of struggles did you experience? Yeah. Great question. Um, so I entered my freshman year and Lisa was, uh, my oldest who graduated from uh, Stanford. She was working on her co-term. Um, but Lisa, Lisa was also, um, married, had, had a kid. So was living in, um, graduate student housing, like for most of her experience. Right. So her experience, uh, at Stanford was very different than mine. Um, getting to Stanford was a culture shock. Like just having all of these uh, people that that I didn't even know existed, right? Like my world was yeah. very, you know, very much at Chalchelsa, the valley, like centered on that. Um, and so it was 
both really exciting and also intimidating um, <laughs> being a part of these groups uh, of people and leaving leaving the valley. I think what, one of the things I, I regret is that, you know, as much as I had my sisters that paved the way, um, I think there there was also this like independence that that we all have. And I actually see in my nieces and nephews, too, of like, oh, no, I need to do it. You know, I need to do it myself, like for myself and like like not really wanting to not only like hear advice, but like not not asking for for advice or input on like our experiences that could be shared. Right. Yeah. So that was yeah, that was kind of a interesting experience. And um yeah, it was definitely a culture shock when I went to Stanford. The um, again, a question that I think a lot of us get asked is, um, "What is it? What were you majoring in? What is it that you wanted to do when you got there?" Yeah, so Stanford actually had this um, pre-college um, camp camp experience, whatever called uh, Stanford Summer Engineering Academy. Um, and so Lisa was the one who said, you know, like, what are you going to study? And, and I was like, well, I like math and physics, right? And so she was like, you should do engineering. Uh, she was actually working for Dr. Lozano, who, who um, I forget his exact role, but yeah, he, he was, um, I think, focused on getting um, minorities or, you know, people from underrepresented uh, minorities into engineering, um, and so he ran this program, uh, C, which was a few weeks before Stanford even started. And it gave you a taste of all the different types of engineering majors that you could you know, major in. Um, and so that was like fascinating. I loved it. Like I fell in love uh, right off the bat with um, with mechanical engineering, product design. And so from the beginning, I was kind of deciding between those two. Yeah. And I ended up majoring in product design. Yeah. And what exactly is product design? <laughs> it's a great question. Um, <laughs> at the time, the program has probably evolved from uh, from now, just, you know, based on technology and and all that. But at the time, it was, you know, the process, uh, the process of designing products. Um, and so think of anything you use, right? The microphone, the headphones that you have on, um, any physical product that that we have, um, there are people and there's a process to come up with how to create that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so it involves a lot of engineering, uh, especially for, you know, well, physical products. Now I'm in software. Um, and so that's that's where, you know, things definitely change and uh, involves software engineering, right? So a little bit different, uh, but still pretty similar processes where, where you start with the need that someone has and, um, you know, figure out what sort of, um, what you can create that will fill that need. So that's, I mean, that's interesting. That's fascinating, right? We, um, I think, um, you know, when I started the podcast, part of it was because a lot of the students that I work with, first year college students, a lot of them first gen. And so there were a couple of things that I saw happening. They were anxious about their careers and, and what they would major in and kind of questions about, am I going to do this for the rest of my life? And, and mm. you know, is this really what I want to be doing? 
And then there were, there was the issue of a lot of the students coming in with tunnel vision and they knew five jobs. They knew 10 jobs, right? Because that, that was, that was what, what they'd been exposed to or what people told them about, yeah. right? Um, you want to make money going to health. Yeah. 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 Doctor, lawyer, teacher, um, yeah. uh, criminal justice major. Cause I want to go do some law enforcement. Right. <laughs> and I always, um, you know, I always encourage them and remind like there are a lot of jobs that you don't know about yet. Yeah. And so, you know, when you said product design, I was like, well, what, wait, what's that? But, right, but we take that for granted, though, right? Because folks, there are folks that design and, and, and think about and have these conversations about the products we use every day. And, and so yeah. thank you. Thank you, one, for that perspective. Sure. Um, you, before we, you know, was, as we were starting, you said this is the work that you've continued to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, generally, I don't find a lot of folks that, that stay Sort of, and, 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 you know, I, I interviewed your husband and he talked about sort of his, his circuitous route and, you know, and all of the different things that he's done and where he's at now. Um, what is it about this work that, 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 that uh, has kept you connected to it? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I think, um, well, and, and product design as a major, right. And there were, there were a lot of challenges that I faced just uh, being in engineering, um, not feeling like I was as prepared as I could have been, or, you know, compared to like all these other students, right? Uh, engineering, you have to take so many classes and what, and so, you know, I had to be um, a little stubborn, a little persistent that, that this was what I was going to do. Um, and also like, to your point, like there it was a blend of a lot of uh, things that I found exciting and interesting. Um, and so, you know, the major itself is a blend of art, psychology and engineering, right. Which kind of hmm. hits on like a, a lot of different concepts and like brings them all together, um, which is really cool. Like I, I took some awesome art classes, right. That, um, that were just fun and like it, it was something that that was great. And then the psychology of like how people think and what makes them, you know, want to purchase something, right? Like that, that was also just really fascinating and continues to be. And so, so from, from, you know, that major and what makes me, you know, want to, or continue to this day of being in, in this product management field is really being able to have these conversations with people and, understand like what what their problems are right and and just come up with ways of like hey like i can make your life better with this you know this solution this tool yeah. uh, that that i work with this team to create um and just having those wins um is is really fun uh, it's really powerful yeah that's that's cool. That's really cool. I hadn't thought about, you know, when you said art, psychology, right? The engineering yeah. part. I didn't anticipate that. It's really, <laughs> really cool. Like now I, I'm like, man, I, I should have majored in product. <laughs> you know, that's, that sounds bad. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but then even. Also, sorry, what, one hmm? thing. Um, being in software development, 
in this, in the technology field, like it is also been like advantageous, right? Like it, I think when you talk about careers, yeah. um, that will like set you up for success later on in life that that was, that is also a, you know, motivating factor. Let's, <laughs> let's say, yeah. Um, the, the other thing that, that really caught my attention as you were talking about your work and, and the continuing in the field was, that I overlooked, didn't anticipate was helping like people have a problem. Yeah. And so being involved in that process, of how can we make someone's lives better or how can we, you know, address this, this problem? I think that's really cool. And I could see how, you know, anybody interested sort of in, in, you know, a lot of folks are very interested in, in making the world a better place, right? Right, as cliche as that sounds, but but even like you you can you can find opportunities to do that in in so many fields, and so to hear you talk about that, I think that's really cool. I want to go back a little bit because you you brought up a little, you know point about being in, in engineering, being an engineering major, and not feeling as prepared. Yeah, right? and 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 you you characterize yourself as being a little stubborn. continuing with it. Right. Um, what, what advice would you give somebody in, and I don't know that you experienced this, but, um, I, and, and I have no idea. I'm just thinking about larger sort of demographics, right? I can't imagine there were a lot of women in, in engineering one, um, but two, then feeling ill-equipped, maybe not prepared enough. What advice would you give somebody who maybe finds themselves in that very space right now? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, um, and I spoke to this a a little earlier of like not not asking for advice, um, not asking for help, right? Like I I wish I had done that more often. Um, Mm. And in a lot of ways, you know, I I think it's like shortcuts, right? Like not having to go through it yourself, recognizing that that you're not alone, right? Is, yeah. is really important. Um, and it's not about you, but like about circumstances, right? Like it's not, it's not that I wasn't able to um I wasn't smart enough or like I wasn't, mm. you know, not like this wasn't for me. I, I feel like a lot of times people will fall into those traps of like um, you know. What's the, it's the growth mindset versus the fixed, fixed mindset. Yeah. Of like, this is who, who I am. And so like, this isn't for me because I'm having a hard time with it. Right. Yeah. But instead it's like, oh, here are opportunities for me to grow and learn. And like, I just need to reach out to people to like help me. And maybe I need a little bit more help than, you know, those other students that went through their, you know, <laughs> different education that, you know, was more focused and more prepared uh, or yeah. prepared better. But, um, but yeah, so one, like, know that you're not alone, know that it's not, you know, sp- specific to, to you. And if this is something you really want to do, like there are people, so many people out there that want to help you succeed. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, reach out, ask for help. Your um, your older sister was there. Did you yeah. ask her for help? Did you ask her for help? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> there were so it was it was helpful to have her there, right? Like I yeah. I 
especially in like feeling just feeling alone or feeling like that culture shock because that was also there was this academic part but then there was also culture shock and so mm-hmm. having that piece of home was like really good to just like go and visit her and like feel like you know there's there's a part of my home there um and so I definitely like leveraged that. I don't remember asking her for specific advice um, about certain things, but I don't know, maybe, maybe. Our, our memory, my memory is not, not the best. <laughs> so, um, you know, you, you make it through engineering. Yeah. You, um, you know, maybe would have, if you had to do it over again, sounds like you would have asked for a little more help, right? Not, not been as stubborn. Um, <laughs> what, um, what came next for you? Like as, as you're, as you're getting ready to leave Stanford and, you know, you've got that Stanford degree in hand, you know, did you have the, was the job waiting for you? Did you have a hard time finding work <laughs> after that? What, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So good, good question. Um, so I actually, um, I needed an extra quarter or yeah, I needed an extra quarter to complete um, the degree. Um, I was working like part-time just at a yogurt shop or whatever, just to, you know, finish, finish things off. And then, um, and then afterwards, yeah, it was kind of like, I had, you know, other people that like had these internships over the summer and then like their, you know, dad's friend or whatever had the job lined up right as soon as they graduated. Um, No, like I, I searched for places, applied online. I ended up working, um, you know, as an internship, working for free um, at at one technology uh, company that, that I found, you know, interesting and, And later that turned into um, a job, right? And so there, there was that kind of ramp up of like, oh, now what? What do I do? I don't know. I'm gonna have to figure it out, right? Um, and didn't have, you know, as again the whole asking asking for help maybe, but then also like network, right? Yeah. As much of a network uh, to to leverage, so you just kind of made it happen. <laughs> But um, Bay Area and like technology, it, it isn't what what it was today. It was like just growing, um, yeah. and so like I was hearing from other classmates too that had majored that they were going into this field called product management. <clears throat> And so it was like, okay, cool. But like, even you know, product design, product management, like, what is that? What does product management mean? Right? Yeah. I had no clue. Um, but you know, learned very quickly at uh, at these companies. Yeah. <clears throat> so, tell me or tell us, tell us about the work that you're doing now. You've alluded to it, right? You've talked about what people need, right? Solving problems. But you also talked about software. So tell us a little more about the work that you're doing now. What is it? Yeah, so I am uh, the director of product management at a company called Core Spaces, um, where we make you know really amazing uh, real estate. Uh, we develop and manage these properties. Um, most of them are in student housing, um, although we have some others um, like um, rentals. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they create these like 
these really nice places to live. <laughs> it's insane. Um, and so what I'm doing at uh, Core Spaces is uh, managing our uh, software products. Okay. So we have, um, you know, products for our staff um, to, you know, help them help make their jobs easier. Um, and, and then we also have uh, products for our residents. Um, so if you're looking at a place of ours, um, we have a mobile app so that you can pay your bills and um, RSVP to events because we have really nice events going on at our <laughs> properties all the time. It's yeah, it's kind of crazy. I'm like, I didn't go to college like this. Like, I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's saying a lot because I feel like I don't know about you, but but. I lived in some really nice spaces at Stanford and, and uh, yeah, and, and, you know, when I, when I described some of the, the experiences, yeah. even in the living spaces that we had, like some of my friends are like, what? Like, you know, you, you had your own house and a cook and, and like, and then we had a basketball court outside barbecue. You know, it was like, what? Yeah. Um, so the, wow, that's, that's cool. How did you get hooked up with this, with core spaces? Um, I applied online. Yeah. <laughs> I found it. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to give me more. Give me a better story than that. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right. Um, no, it's, um, it's actually been interesting because we talk about like networks and, and stuff like that. And um, most of my opportunities, like the Stanford name carries mm-hmm. a lot. Of um, and so, you know, it, it has been, I've been fortunate that like, you know, it, my name does kind of come to the top of the pile for, uh, for these places that you're in some ways blind to blind. Right. Yeah. So there have been several jobs that I, that I've gotten like just from that, right. Like, Oh, I found an opportunity online and, and applied and, and yeah. The, um, you know, a lot of folks that I've talked to talked, have talked actually a lot of them have talked about networks. Yeah. And, um, the power of networks and helping them get in, right. Get, get particular jobs. You can in different fields, um, helping them kind of get a leg up. Right. So you, you know, you talked about the Stanford name, giving, giving you, uh, you know, uh, having there's weight to that. Right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for folks, you know, what, what advice would you give folks who maybe are struggling on the job market? Right. Recent college graduates don't necessarily have that the name of a university behind them, but highly qualified, highly skilled. Right. What advice that having been through right this process already yourself, what advice would you give them? Um, ask for help. <laughs> I feel like that, there's a there's a theme here. Yeah. Right? OK. Um, but yeah. So I've been on both sides. Right. Like I've. I've hired people and I've applied for jobs. And um, when you, when you look to hire someone, like all of a sudden things become clearer, like what people are looking for. Right. Mm. Um, A lot of time when you're applying, you have the perspective of yourself. I think one of the things that's helpful and, and I've gone to like, a lot of resources, uh, you know, different, whether it's um, individuals that, that offer, you know, the, resume reviews, um, or, or even, um, had some professional services where, where they do that as well. Um, resume reviews and interview prep, um, take advantage wherever you can find it, right. Of uh, people that are willing to help you to, you know, fix up your resume, um, practice 
your interview skills um, because it's a skill. Um, you know, there, there are those that are really skilled at interviewing. Um, I, I myself have the challenge interviewing, um, at times, right? Like I, I get really nervous and, and I don't, you know, put, I'm not able to put my best self forward. Right. And so that's taken a lot of practice, a lot of just iteration. (laughs) You you keep, uh, you know, trying, um, and, and you get better at, at being able to speak to the value that you provide. Was there, um, have you experienced any disappointment when looking for a job? Was there ever a job that you were like, I'd really, I'd love this job. And it just didn't, didn't happen for you. Yeah. Well, when we decided to move to Austin, um, I was looking for, for jobs here, you know, for, Mm. for a long time, actually it was, it was, the uh, job search extended to maybe about a year and a half um, where, you know, I had my other job. That's the other thing that helps (laughs) if you have a job. Uh, So, you know, it's, it's not as uh, stressful, I guess, um, that you're trying to find. um, So, so, you know, if you don't have a job, don't try to find your perfect job, like just find a job. Mm -hmm. And then that will like take away some of, some of that stress. Um, but yeah, it took me a, a while. Um, and you know, there was a lot of disappointment, a lot of rejection. Um, again, I hadn't, you know, built up my network too much in, in Austin uh, when I was applying uh, for things. And so that, that was definitely a challenge, right. To, to get an in, um, even with the Stanford name, <laughs> Yeah. but, um, but yeah, I, Maybe more recently, there was uh, a role at EA um, mm. that uh, that I made it to the very end and thought I really had in hand, and you know, got that email. Actually, a phone call. They they did call me, um, just saying like, "Oh, we're not, you know, we're not going to move forward. Sorry." And so that was really disappointing because uh, it was a great opportunity, um, but again, like job applying to jobs just takes like there's a lot it's like dating right <laughs> a lot of rejection that 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 happens and yeah. and you just have to you know be able to shake it off and not let it get to you yeah i like that i appreciate that advice right yeah because because we i mean you work long enough you're you're going to experience it right and especially on the, on the especially during those early years and you're trying to find you know, you haven't necessarily established yourself. You haven't established a name for yourself. I mean, I think about it, I'm transitioning into, into new work, doing consulting work. And I, I was telling a friend, it's been, it's been hard because I feel like, you know, part of me, and, and maybe this is a little bit of, of ego or hubris, but I was like, like, you know, it, it's a new role, but it's, you know, I see it as I'm doing a lot of the same thing that I've always done. And so it's like, I've got 20 years of experience doing this and, yeah. and, uh, but still, you know, I've, I've had to experience a little bit of rejection and kind of, and, you know, shaking it off and, and it's yeah. a learning experience for me. And, and again, just kind of establishing, like, especially as you transition, if you're early in your career, transitioning is always tough. So yeah. I appreciate that advice. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I've had, uh, I wouldn't say I jump around a lot, but like I, I have, you know, uh, applied to, to different 
or gotten different jobs within uh, within my career, right? Mm-hmm. I definitely do it more than uh, say, you know, in the past, I, I think the previous generation is like you do something and, and you're in it for forever, right? For like your whole career. Um, you know, I, I think it's, it's definitely a different landscape now, um, in that, you know, there, there are a lot of opportunities and then also, you know, um, businesses have a different mindset as well. Mm -hmm. Um, that's, that's definitely been, I've had a lot of practice. Let's just say. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I, I, yeah, I love the way you phrase that, you know, we, um, and I, I don't know if you took any classes, um, at the D school. Um, so there's a, there's a book that came out of uh, there at Stanford, um, designing your life. Yeah. And, and so, so we developed a a course similar at the, at UTRGV. Oh, cool. And, and, uh, and so I, I, um, myself and then another colleague kind of oversaw the course and, uh, it was interesting because, because we speak to that, we speak to the sort of the, the, the landscape of, of jobs now and, and, uh, and I don't know if it puts students at ease, but I tell them, I, I like, you're, pro- you're going to change, like, just, you know, your generation is going to change jobs more often than the previous generation. And, and the yeah. idea that you're going to stay in a, at, at one place for a long time doesn't happen anymore. Like, it, that's rare, right? You're more likely to change jobs. And so, you know, it's, it's interesting because I think my students look at me like they don't believe me. Like, oh, no, that's not what we've been taught. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, that, that's the reality. Oh, that's, that's fascinating. Yeah. That, that there's still that, that mindset. Um, yeah. Cause I think, especially in, in software, like people change jobs all, all the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had, uh, I had a class I, and, and I, I taught all kinds of classes, but I had a class of education majors teaching. And um, one young man was like, sir, so I'm going to be a teacher and that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And it's like, um, you don't have to No, you, you can do yeah. a, a lot of other things. And even within education, you know, there is a lot of mobility. And so helping young people see. And so I like, you know, I appreciate you sharing, like, even for your own experience, there has been a lot of mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm not going to, ask you for your age, Selena, right? But you're young, you're young. And so even, uh, you know, uh, to say like, even, you know, given your experience and when you graduate, like you've already experienced a lot of that mobility and that, that, that is kind of, that is the landscape of today. Um, And I, so one thing um, you mentioned the the book and that was uh, Bill Burnett was actually the head of uh, the uh, product design department. So he, he was one of the authors of that book. Yeah. And he, a lot of it was learning that design thinking and, and applying it to uh, products, right? Mostly physical at the time, but again, that process gets applied to soft, software products. So yeah, very, very much, you know, know exactly what you're talking about there. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. I didn't, I didn't expect this. I didn't. <laughs> um, Yeah, that's cool. Um, You know, when, when transitioning to a new job, Mm -hmm. one, well, so I have two questions. One is, why do you leave? And then two, what are you looking for? Mm. That's a great question. I think my, one of my career coaches asked me, (laughs) (laughs) what are you looking for? I don't know. Uh, that's, it's really hard to answer, right? Yeah. 
Um, I do think, you know, I, why, why I've left certain uh, situations, you know, it, it, it really varies. Um, I think we started touching on to like, like being a woman and, um, in tech and engineering and tech, right. Um, there have been some challenging experiences that, that I've had, right. Just, um, not only a woman, but a Latina mm-hmm. and from a small community, like low income, right. Um, where there's like on the daily there, there is stuff that people say and think that like, Oh man, like it, I, you know, that, that can make me feel, um, like I don't belong or like, you know, um, yeah. without, without meaning to. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, some of, some of the environments have not been ideal. Right. I, I know there's a big movement with, and I've gotten involved in our uh, diversity, equality and inclusion efforts. Um, I, I do think, you know, there's a recognition that's happened over the past decade of, you know, realizing like, Hey, we are, um, not as diverse as we should be. And we want to change the environment so that it's more welcoming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, having uh, diversity. Um, and, you know, so there's been a lot of positive changes in um, in the tech industry, but it's still far from where it, where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, being able to participate in that, I think has, has been, has been great. It's, it's a great opportunity. And, and, um, you know, I, I think I can help drive change at these different organizations. Um, but yeah, so th- there have been different reasons, like, uh, you know, my more recent transition, there was some shakeup with leadership that, you know, left me feeling vulnerable, um, to, um, they were making job cuts all over the place and Mm. that's not fun, right. Uh, being in an environment like that. And so I wanted to get back into, um, a company that was growing. Right. Mm. Um, so that's kind of what, what drove me from, from the last place to, to here. Um, and at, at core spaces, like when, when I, was interviewing. Um, so when you interview, you know, interview them too, right. It's yeah. not like, like having them interview you, but you should yeah. also, you know, try to figure out what the company is like, what, you know, what their culture is like and, and culture is not just, um, you know, ping pong tables and, and stuff, like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine, but uh, I mean, you, you never, you never get to do that because there's always too much work. Right. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> but like, like how, how much turnover do they have? Um, yeah. like what, um, what's the structure, right? Who are you reporting to, but also who are they reporting to and what are the goals that, that you're going to be measured against, right? Um, having companies that have, that make that clear, um, yeah. you know, you're going to have a better opportunity, um, to be successful in, in those roles. So, um, I forgot what you asked me, but <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, I, I think you've answered it. Right. I, I asked, right. Why would, why do you leave? But then what are you looking for? And I think yeah. you talked about, right. Sometimes the environment, right. There's, there's yeah. there challenging spaces. And you also talked about that, 
if, if a company isn't growing right, if a, if a con- company's contracting and, and it looks like they're going to cut jobs, right, then you obviously, yeah, you, I, I would imagine you sit around thinking, am I next? Right. right. You know, what, what value do I have to the company? If I see people who are incredibly talented being cut, right. Um, and then, you know, when, when asked, what are you looking for? Right. You, you, obviously I think finding being able to, and, and this is just something that, that I think I've noticed as a theme from your, what you've shared is being able to, to, to make like a contribution and yeah. whether that's, whether that has to do with the, the work environment, the space, right. Equitable spaces, but even you talked about problem solving and, and making people's lives better. Um, and so finding a place that's going to value you and, 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 and help you grow and support you, but, but then also that the, that the company itself is growing, right. Is, is moving in a, you know, in a growing direction. So no, I, you absolutely answered, <laughs> answered my question. So be so great. Yeah. You know, thank you. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, you know, you talked about, or I've talked about going um, and doing different things and actually within, within the field of product management, a lot of times people just stay in, in one industry. Um, so hmm. te- technology is, everywhere, right? Every company is now using technology in some form or fashion. Um, And so, you know, you need uh, people like myself, product managers to help um, make decisions around products, right? Um, And so I've been fortunate in like, I've been able to be in so many different industries. So, you know, started out in like kind of the social gaming when Facebook first opened its platform up to developers. Um, so you had your Facebook gaming, but then also turned into mobile, mobile gaming. Um, I've worked in the education, like e-commerce space, selling products online um, and really optimizing that, that website for that. Um, I worked on the HEB app, right? So like grocery, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> um, worked in like more higher tech kind of database management um, tools and yeah. now, you know, real estate tech, right? So it's, I, I've been all over the map. Um, and I think, I think to, to your point of like, you know, what I'm looking for is, is really just being able to have an impact and, um, and finding those, like I, I find all of these industries interesting, right? Mm-hmm. You can uh, you find people that have been there for you know worked for twenty years in in the same space, and but their knowledge is like amazing, right? All these little details of of what goes on in their world, um, and I I just I have loved you know being able to get into this industry and and show them. Um, you know, here's where technology can help you um, and, and just, you know, make an impact there. That's, that's just really cool. That's some fascinating work. I've, I mean, now I've, I've have all of these other conversations I want to have with you about technology society. But, we'll come um, up to Austin and, and we'll, you know, <laughs> check out the greenhouse and we can talk more about product. Uh, I, I may actually take you up on that. I've got, um, um, so I'm working with a, with an app developer on an app. And, uh, so I, I may need to get out there, um, to meet with them like in person. So yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, love to, um, so I want to be mindful of your time though. And, um, so my, my last question for you is what, 
what would be an essential piece of advice you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I think I've, uh, I've spoken to, to this uh, a few times, but, um, you know, we talked about the fixed mindset versus growth mindset and, and just know having the growth mindset is really going to be able to open your world to so many different opportunities. Right. Um, and recognize that it's not, um, again, like, like there are so many things to be learned about this world. Right. Um, and for your, for your educational journey and for your career, um, you know, just look for those opportunities, um, to learn, um, I think there, I've said it before too, like there are lots of people that are willing, um, more than willing, that really want to help you and, you know, to see your success. Um, And so reach out, leverage any resources that you can. And, um, and yeah, like, I I think, you know, we talk about this, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. But I, I don't think there's a, like there are some people that do, you know, I'm going to be a doctor and like go through their whole life and they're a doctor and that's, that's it, which, which is great. Right. But yeah. My journey has been a little more like, like, what do I want to do mm-hmm. at this moment? Right. And, and it changes, it changes. Um, Cause I don't know. I, I find my interests change as well. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's great advice. I, I think, um, you know, I, I appreciate you um, giving us, a, a, I think, a nice little dose of reality, right? Because, yeah, we, we go through phases, we change, we, we, our interests change. And, and so I, I feel, you know, I appreciate that piece of advice um, because I think it'll resonate with a lot of folks, you know, that, that and it takes not to be surprised. Yeah, what was that? Pressure off too, um, of like, I have to figure out what I'm going to do Right. Like I, I felt that pressure of like, oh man, people have, have their stuff together and like know what they're going to be. I have no idea. It's like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it absolutely is. Absolutely is. Selena, thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for your time um, sharing your story and, and wonderful one. So much of advice, especially on the career end, um, you know, um, thank you for, for sharing that and for sharing your perspective and, um, you know, I look forward to to connecting again and having some more conversations because I think there's a, there's a lot more I'd, I'd love to ask, um, and we'll we'll find a time to do that. But thank you again for today and and for sharing your story. Well, thank you, Jay. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. So this concludes another episode of Way to College Podcast. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, follow, rate, all of that good stuff. And, uh, and check us out on YouTube now. We're on, we're on YouTube too. So um, we'll, we'll see you next time. Thanks and bye-bye. <laughs>